Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clocks Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. What's up? How's it going? Yeah. Same old, same old. Yeah? Yeah. It's a... This is like the downtime of the year. Of life in general. Well, yeah, I guess with the how how well not the winter in the snow and all that stuff. But I don't know. Like there just hasn't been anything coming out really recently. I haven't really felt like uh, a, a desire to play anything new. So it's been like the the the, the dead period for video games, which I, I really should be using this time to try and make up my backlog. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but there's, you know, have you gotten involved in the holiday spirit at all? Oh, God. Has there been an uptick in merriment and joy? No, I, I don't know how that movie feels. last night. What did you, what Christmas movie did you I watched I, uh, Claus on... Oh, was it good? It is. Yeah, I've heard it's good. Yeah. I, that's the, like, it's the it's 2D animated, but it's, like, hand-drawn to look 3D or yeah, something like that? Yeah, it yeah. looks like um, The Emperor's New Groove, but, like, 3D. Like, even all, like, the, the way that things are moving, mm-hmm. like, the... Just every the style also looks very Emperor's New Groovy, um, but it was actually really good. Nice. Like did you check? Is it the same art director? Or I didn't. No, I finished watching it at like one o'clock and I went to bed, so I didn't look up much af- mm-hmm. about it afterwards. But it was good, and it's like a it's a nice spin on like the Christmas story because you like find out like how Santa becomes Santa essentially. Mm. Um, but, Santa origins. But it's also like the most generic plot. Well, yeah. Like I mean, it's a Christmas plot movie, so structure at least like. It's about a, a postman who like lives in a super rich environment, and he's like the son of like the guy who created the postal system. And his dad sends him off to like this country that's an island in the middle of nowhere. And the island of misfit toys. Um, no, uh, it's uh, an island that the, there's two like f- families that are warring against each other, mm. and all they know is like just fighting each other. Oh, so he has to bring them together. And so he goes, yeah, and then he like meets this crotchety old man who lives like at the top and he's an old woodmaker but he just makes stuff to like uh escape from the fact that like his wife passed away that's sad and so the postman realizes that like all these kids could probably use things but like he uses it selfishly because his dad says like if you get six thousand uh letters sent then you can come back we're, we're sent you out there to make a postal system in this this country that nobody knows yeah and so all one kid starts saying, like, oh, I wish I could have some toys. And he's like, oh, well, if you mail it in the mail, maybe it'll come true. Hmm, there and, you go. Yeah. It was, it was good. Wait, so is this actually Santa, or is this where the legend of Santa comes from? No, this is just a completely different spin on it. Oh. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of like stuff. It, it sounded like, like it was, like, creating the, the legend of Santa, not no, actually no. a story about Santa. It's part of the Christmas Origins franchise. So Christmas Origins, Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, well, and then, like, they explain, like, stuff like why people think Santa was flying, but it's all comedic. Like, mm-hmm. the reindeers were just because they couldn't pull the sleigh, and, like, it was the only thing that was around. And then, like, the fact that Santa flies with the reindeers was, like, it went down a hill and then hit a ramp. And then, like, a kid wakes up and sees it flying through the air past oh. his house. But then how does he make it all around the world in just one night? Uh, Time zones. Well, and... It gets kind of sad. I mean, it is a pretty sad. Yeah, I don't want like, spoilers because I do want to. I do. Yeah, no, see but it, it is so. very much worth watching. Nice as as an adult watching an animated movie by yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, watched uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. See, see? You did go. watch. A You've Christmas gotten movie, in the, Joe. There you go. There's your merriment. Mm. There's your Christmas spirit. Uh, watch Rudolph on uh, on Friday. That was oh, like the claymated one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the original was. one, which yeah. was like not available on any streaming service. Was not available to rent on any like vod service so like we we tried to bootleg it on like 
daily motion or whatever. It just didn't work. Yeah. Um, and then we like one of there was one thing on like YouTube that was like full movie nineteen sixty four or whatever, and we put it on the TV thinking it would be that because that's what the thumbnail was. Uh, but and then it was this like insane head trip of like a fake bootleg, but not even like a bootleg version of that story. Just like Rudolph was there, and like it it made absolutely no sense. And so we we ended up just like reading the comments for five minutes and being like, "This is not what I expected." Like, <laughs> I grew up in the '60s, and this is not my Christmas. So like all these like crotchety old people like leaving YouTube comments on this thing that like they were probably like, just, I mean, just, just move on." Yeah, it's people like looking to show this to their like grandkids, yeah. going like, "This is what I watched when I was a wee lad." Yes, you've ruined my grandchildren's Christmas. Because usually when you get those, like, watch free on YouTube thing, yeah. it's either, like, it's, like, a cropped version of it that's, like, all the way in the corner and yeah. it takes up, like, one quarter of the screen. And it's got, like, a wave effect on it so that, like, the the copyright, like, yeah. computer can't identify it from yeah. that. Or it's one of those things where it's just in the link, it takes you to, like, a... It just says, like, click on the link below to, like, watch it, it. And then you click on that, and it takes you to, like, a random website that's just nothing but a virus. Yeah, exactly. Don't do do not do that one. But, yeah, I got I to gotta start watching my uh, my Christmas movies. I got a lot that I haven't seen yet. I always watch the, like, episodes of The Office. Mm. The, like, Christmas episodes of The Office and the Christmas episodes of Friends. So, like, my sister and I started that two weeks ago when I was in New Hampshire. We watched all the Thanksgiving Friends episodes and then started watching the Christmas episodes. But that's, like, a nice... Like, yeah. I do that every year. That's as a Christmas to, like, movie in and of itself, probably. Or yeah, because there's, you know? like, I think there's, like, eight or yeah, six eight or... Uh, Christmas episodes of The Office. They just put out a thing on, like, Instagram, I think, yesterday that was, like, here are all the Christmas episodes of The Office. So that way you can just, like, go to them without having to, like, think about it or yeah. search each season. It's just, like, okay, season three, episode eight, season four, episode nine or whatever. Yeah. So. But no, I gotta get through. I gotta watch at least the first two, the Santa Clauses. I don't really like the third one. I don't really. I didn't even know there was a third one. Yeah, it's Martin Short. Martin Short's Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Why? I don't know. I only saw it like once, maybe twice, like when it came out. Um, so I haven't watched those yet. I gotta watch Disney Plus. I know they are. I'm excited for that. I gotta watch both Home Alones. I gotta watch Muppet Family Christmas. Muppet Christmas Carol. Die Hard. Uh, I mean, I'll see it. It's, I don't care. Die Hard is a meme Christmas movie. Yeah, I don't... I do watch Die Hard every Christmas, That's, though. Yeah, no, and I, I know tons of people that do, but I do not, like, in the grand scheme of, like, going down the list of Christmas movies I need to watch, I do not consider it a Christmas movie. Uh, don't at me. Or at me, I don't care. <laughs> like, it's just, okay. It's The plot does not revolve around Christmas. It's one it just happens during Christmas. It happens during Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is fine, I guess. But it's not like a christmas movie in the sense that like it doesn't fill you with the sense of you know holiday joy and and all that so no 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 um so i think i think that's all that i'd really need to like sit down and watch i do want to check out christmas special no i've never seen it really no it is awful yeah i don't feel but it's like something worth watching once just to be like why i've (laughs) I've never seen that in its own context. I've watched like that with like commentary over like it? Riff Track oh, yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. I've watched like the the Red Letter Media version. It's of really it. hard to watch by itself. Though. I've watched like yeah. you know YouTube breakdown videos where like somebody's like commenting about it like during the whole thing, but I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched the whole thing on its own. No. I mean like I and I like, I'm in the midst of watching Star Wars. I'm catching up, you know, rewatching all the movies sometimes twice. Uh, getting ready for Rise of Skywalker, so but I don't think I'm going to fit that in anywhere. I just don't want to. Like I've never seen droids either. I just have no desire to see any of the Did bad you watch Star the Wars Ewok movies. No, I don't care. 
I'll watch the the only like non the new now non canon Star Wars thing that I'll ever watch is the the Gendy Tartakovsky Clone oh. Wars because that's fucking awesome. Are those non canon? Yeah, they're not yeah. canon. Oh, the only thing that was canon that got wiped was or like the only thing that remained was the Clone Wars TV show, like the three D one. I and, and the Clone were... Wars movie, and then all the movies, and then they said we're starting anew. I just assumed that they were canon because they were the ones that introduced General Grievous. No, nope, mm. no. General Grievous is a canon character because of like Episode Three, mm. not because of the cartoon show. Oh. Um, but that's not the point. Now, Joe, I know you said that you're not really sure what to play, so why don't you tell us what you have been playing? Uh, like I said, there's, there's not a lot going on. I, I'm, I'm kind of. I was like looking at the upcoming list because we're going to do our look forward to next year kind of thing going like what is coming out that i like want to play anytime soon but um i uh i've been playing more call of duty the the new season one of call of duty started up this week this is something entirely new to call of duty because obviously before it was map packs and season passes this is now a new like model yeah. for them giving out content How's yeah they're going, going so with the the Fortnite model now so this one is going to have seasons i see think each season is 60 days so each season is two months um so each season is a map pack essentially <laughs> yeah yeah um and it does the thing where like you you there is a battle pass that you can buy i think it's 20 dollars for the battle pass and that adds like a whole new set of challenges so uh it was it still does the same thing what i was saying before where it like goes from like level 55 to 155 it adds like the extra 100 levels in it uh now this also adds 100 battle pass levels as well where each time you level that up it unlocks a new item uh and that has all like the new character skins uh has the new guns that are in there that you have to to play to unlock them um and it adds a whole bunch of new challenges and stuff to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just added another layer of extra things to unlock and like new challenges to complete every day mm-hmm. uh, on top of the ones that I was talking about before. Um, it doesn't wholeheartedly change the game in any significant way. It just adds a little bit more sort of things to do, which yeah. is fine by me because it's like, all right, now I just got another hundred challenges to complete yeah it gives you an incentive to keep playing multiplayer Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then unlock like all the extra bonus stuff that they add to the game yeah um uh, i was i've only played on one of the new maps i don't know if like the other maps are actually initially released right now or something because it was supposed to be three maps and so far i've only ever played on crash as the new one and they had like a crash 24 7 playlist where you could just keep playing crash if you wanted to um, add to the game for like the first couple of days. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if the other ones aren't there. I did go into the like uh, setup thing where like you can like create a custom game that you can play with just friends and like a, a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has um, one of the maps in it. So it has the uh, shipment map in there. So I don't know if the other one just hasn't been added yet or that's going to be like added later on. But it's interesting because there's like a story to the multiplayer. Added. Like when it starts up, it shows like a cutscene that is a guy shooting down the helicopter from Crash, oh. and then like everybody, like you know, like all the different uh, player characters that are in the game um, that you can like choose from, like going saying like, "All right, we need to secure this shipment that's on si- on that helicopter," and then it like cuts to like a guy watching the helicopter crashing from the um, the TV station that is the other map mm-hmm. in the game. So it's like, okay, so there's like a narrative between the seasons. 
So it's trying to do the. I mean, Fortnite also kind of did that same thing. Yeah, yeah where it's like, like a, a thing that leads yeah. into the next season kind yeah. of thing. So I was like, all right, this is a little interesting. I can see like what they're doing with it. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's just more Call of Duty though in yeah. the end. So it's not like significantly different than it was before. Um, so I was like, all right, we gotta. I gotta play something else to like talk about. So yesterday, John was over at my place. Oh, <laughs> yeah, see, I asked Joe, because whenever Joe gets here, I'm always like, so Joe, what'd you play this week? Just so I have a, like a barometer for how we're going to kind of shape the episode. And he yeah. went, oh, yeah. John and I played something. I was like, okay. Well, I didn't play it. Wh- what? And he's like, oh. I begrudgingly sat there and watched <laughs> Joe play this. So he already gave me that preface. And yeah. then you were like, oh, no. Yeah. Um, so, all right, Joe, spill it. No, what, no, you got you got to guess what what he what he. I played. can't or, even begin to guess. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I have I literally have no basis for this conversation other than oh, I'll tell you and oh no. <laughs> um, so go ahead, Joe. What'd you play? Uh, so uh, I was looking through the. There's a, like a new sale going on. It's like the pre-Christmas sale. Is it PlayStation? The, uh, on PlayStation. Oh, it's the end of the year sale. <laughs> or the end of the yeah. year sale. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. It was. yeah. So I looked at some stuff on there. Yeah, so it was like new stuff that wasn't part of the Black Friday sales and yeah. the Cyber Monday sales. So I was like looking through to see what was going on there. And like while we were scanning through, there was a thing that was just like costumes for uh, like uh, an anime, an, an anime like girl cos, like sexy anime girl costumes. Oh, no. And we were like, what the hell is this game for? And we oh, looked no. at it and there was a game called Galgun. Oh, yeah, I've heard of Galgun. Yeah. Um, and I, we weren't really sure what Gal Gun was. We I thought, thought it was, it was a, a bullet hell like, yeah. shooter. So I was like, why are there costumes for like a bullet hell shooter? Like a side-scrolling yeah. Ikaruga 1944 type thing. Yeah. Um, so we we like watched the trailer for it. And we're like, oh, this is not a bullet hell. No, it's not. Uh, and I said, all right, well, adding the cart, because it was on sale for $8. <laughs> of course. And uh, what the game is, is you are a, a guy uh, who is... Shot by a Cupid, um, and it's supposed to just be like a standard Cupid's arrow to make you like confess the way you like love to the person that you love. But you actually get shot with like an overcharged Cupid arrow that just makes every woman want to fuck you. Oh. <laughs> and the point of the game is it's a real shooter where you have to shoot uh, all the, the girls um with your like lust ray or something yeah i don't remember what it was called your love gun as kiss called it <laughs> yeah your love gun <laughs> yes uh and to to stop them from getting to you because you have to confess your love to the woman that you really love uh within the 24 hours or otherwise no one will ever love you again but oh, no. by shooting this lust ray it doesn't stop the women from coming towards you they, it, they 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 stop in ecstasy. Yeah, oh, they, it's an orgasmo ray. Yes, yeah, you from, have to, from you, orgasmo. And <laughs> and there's specific spots on every angle. I believe they call it. Yes, every specific person has their their do not touches and their absolutely love touches. So oh, there like are seven erogenous zones. Uh, yes. There's only four in this game, but yes, oh, okay. it's either legs, hips, well, chest, or face. Says seven. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So there are places that they don't like being. Uh, the eu- euphoric oh. shot in but there are places that also are like ecstasy shots it like like sparkles come up and it's like ecstasy shot and they instantly fall down on their knees okay show me on the anime pillow where john touched you <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason you have like x-ray vision as well uh and you can imagine what can be done with that uh and there is yes, uh, i can <laughs> <laughs> and then well, there was the like Doki Doki mode? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which puts you where you can, like, 
rotate the camera around the girl that mm. you shoot and like extra touch them. Oh my god, guys, breaking news. You've both been banned from going to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> this case is made Japan. from Japan. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> it was a it was a trick and you uh, both failed. And Doki Doki is an onomatopoeia for the heart beating. Oh. So um, I was like I was like, I know Doki Doki panic. Yeah. So I was like, I know that means something. Yeah. Mm. Um heart attack. <laughs> oh no, a heartbeat panic. Yeah. It was interesting. <laughs> I felt very uncomfortable about 15 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to say spoilers, but game of the year. Right. Uh, it didn't come out this year. I'm oh. This, there's a sequel Darn. as well. Yeah. Darn. I think this is this this is the sequel and there's a third one. Because uh, they kept talking about the thing that happened before. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming that, that where they were talking about the previous game and, and, and the, the thing. Um, but very interesting game. <laughs> yeah. Do you wish that you were playing it alone? Do I want to know that question? Well, it was like, funny because like, John were... left shortly after. Yeah, he was, so. saying, was it weird that you were playing with John? He played like 30 minutes of it, and he's like, all right, all right, it's time to leave. And I was like, okay, are you going to after this when I leave? Or, I don't want to know. I'm just leaving. <laughs> don't ask that question. Just see him grabbing for the hand towel and the lotion as he walks. No, and then out. the first thing he says is like, "My the sweat on my hands is eating the paint off my controller. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, of course it is. That wasn't from that game. <laughs> yeah. That was just in general. Sure. Yeah. Knees weak, palms are sweaty. Yes. <laughs> you but disgust it was, me. It was funny because, well, not funny, but like also like the dialogue in the game was very clearly just like somebody. Uh, yeah, poor translation? No, no. Do, like, doing their like completely own translation. Yeah. Uh, well, like, it, it was filled with like nothing but memes and like references to like other things. Like at one point she's like, my body is ready. Um, there were like references to other games throughout it. Um, when she said that, she said uh, the the boob shop is open. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, like in Japanese, so mm-hmm. like on the screen, it, it, it's a, just a, a translation. Like you know, yeah, it's an Americanization, but also like it was bringing in memes from other stuff. Yeah, like when I went to the the store in the game to talk to the the, the shopkeeper, she said like, "What are you buying?" Like afterwards, which is a Resident Evil Four reference and oh. stuff. So I was like, "Oh, so this is just like somebody fucking around and making their own translation for the game." Wait, you mean they didn't take this game seriously, Joe? Is that what you're telling? Yeah, me? I know. I want to see the original uh, creator's uh, intention. Vision. Yeah. yeah, I want my Snyder cut of this game. <laughs> Well, and the funny thing, too, is Joe put it in his cart, and then he, like, went to the buy screen, and uh, the whole screen turned black on his PS4. And I was like, well, the police are coming. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you got trapped. This is where you sit in front of your screen going, what's going to happen? And then the door gets kicked down. Joe, he understands us. (laughs) Welcome, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, that was was, uh, was worth $8. Played played Gal Gun. Nice. It was... uh, Oh, and it was an experience. But to make matters Sounds even worse, like in the storyline, he confessed his love to a girl who apparently he'd been growing up with, like two sisters, and he chose one of them. And then uh, her like demon thing came floating around. What it was? Uh, it was called her will uh, spirit. And the point of the game is to break her will. Yeah. And get her to love you. Yeah, that, this sounds exactly like it's Joe's dating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you got to break him down. Yeah. Yeah. Chip them down a little by little. By little, little. Eventually, yeah. they'll love you. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Otherwise, no one will ever love you. If you don't break their will to yeah. get them to love you, no one will ever yeah, love you. Yeah, yeah. That's that ticking clock hanging over your head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The biological clock. Mm-hmm. It's tick, tick, ticking away. I don't know how to transition out of that, but John, what did you play this week that wasn't that? <laughs> Not Galgun. 
So um, I went bought Galgun 2 afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> and 3. He got the box set. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started playing Astral Chain again because I feel bad that I kind of let it sit for so long. Yeah. Um, so I played like another case of that. Uh, that's what like the levels are probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played another case and like I I didn't remember how to play it. So like I did like the tor- tutorial pretty much straight through again um, and then started playing it. And I don't know if like I was bad at it before, but now I feel like I know what I'm doing. Sometimes like if you like let game sit for a while and then you just hop in it new, you seem like I, I was doing pretty well. Um, but like my big issue with that game is like there's no like you have to play a long time until you can save. So like I the, the you had to pretty much beat the case before you can go back to the um like the precinct and only you can only save in the precinct. So like I played it oh, for like two sucks. and a half hours because like the missions are an entire case. So like yeah. there's other stuff to do. So like you have to go and talk to people and then you can't like go into the menu and save. That seems like a really no. long, like I know that you're saying it's a long time, but that seems like an extra long. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Cause I was like, Oh, maybe I'll just, I'll, I'll pop this in and see if like I'm in the mood to play it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely in the mood to play it. And I was like, but I could, you know, go for some food or whatever. Like I wanted yeah. to pause it about halfway. And then I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot. There's no saving in this until you get back to the precinct. Weird. Um, so I played like just one case. Um, because it was two and a half hours long. But then when I saved it, it said like I was like 10 hours into the game already. I was like, oh. So I had, I had played it a decent amount. But yeah. I think I'm only about a third of the way through still. Okay. Um, but I'm just trying to like get it done before the end. Not get it done. But like no, I want to get a, a big chunk of it yeah, yeah, yeah. consumed before the end of the year. Because I feel like I haven't given it a lot of my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yesterday I did the opposite of buying games. I sold a bunch of games to like a retro game store. Nice. Um, I I had a bunch of like old stuff that was in my attic at my parents' house that I wanted to like sort through to see if it was worth anything, and I found like a bunch of stuff that was worth, and I'm gonna try and like you know sell that on eBay or whatever. Um, but then I got rid of like a bunch of old RPGs and stuff, and it's like different. It's cool because it's like different from trading from GameStop because you know what that stuff's worth because it's thirty cents. Yeah, well, it's GameStop Nichols. gives you nothing anyway, and it's all on the shelf anyway. Like yeah. the, these retro game stores, it's like oh, there's thousands you know tens of thousands hundred thousands of games that you can put in so who knows how much things are worth yeah does GameStop even take like 360 and ps3 games anymore no yeah well they take like nintendo games now i think they take everything but like they won't necessarily sell it in the store they're usually just like ship it to online or whatever but it was like cool like we were walking around the store joe and i were and like hearing the guys behind the counter being like oh cool like yeah and then like they were like taking some games and putting them aside for either themselves, themselves or, yeah. or or customers and stuff like that. So it was nice to like go and be like, oh, what did I have that was like a gem in the attic that yeah, like now someone demand. else is gonna yeah. absolutely want. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So like it was nice to do that. Also like it, it had been in my attic for six years. Like I talked to Tyler about it. He's like, are you gonna miss any of these things? I was like, no, because I forgot about did them you for even six know years. You had them. Yeah. So I got a hundred bucks out of that, which was nice. Deal. That, that'll go towards my trip. Yeah. It'll go to you buying more old games that yeah. you actually want yeah. instead of ones you like wanted at the time but didn't even know that you had. Well, and that's what I was telling Joe. I was like, I didn't miss any of these because I didn't remember I had them. God forbid, at one point in my life, I'm like, oh, I really want to play that. I'll just go and buy that one game again as, yeah. as opposed to having this slew of stuff that I don't need. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but there was stuff like um, Eternal Darkness for the GameCube is worth a decent amount of money. Um like, I have a bunch of Pokemon games that I'm going to offload. And, like, Pokemon Black 2, which is, like, one of the rare sequels. Not rare, but, like... They... It was the first sequel, was it not? Yeah, it's the only sequel to a Pokemon game that wasn't a, uh, like, another iteration Version, of something. Yeah. Um, and apparently that's 
also pretty rare because that was going for about 60 bucks as well oh wow um so i'll try and get those sold on ebay probably but it's not going to be until maybe after the trip yeah yeah but just to maybe recoup some money that i spent over there mm-hmm. um and then i bought the end is nigh on the switch because target was having like a big 50 percent off sale for their games um but it's impossible to find anything there they're not in their inventory because they're like dumping games so they, yeah. they probably just assume that half of these are going to get stolen anyway yeah yeah um so at one point, uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was on that list, and it said that the store close by had one, but it was like 9 o'clock at night. I'm like, I'm not driving down to Target at 9. And then by the time I went there yesterday or two days ago, they didn't have much of anything left. Mm. But that's fine. I'm glad I got this game. It came with a little blob version of the main character, like yeah. a physical version and like a little uh, That you at least gave book. some thought to eating. <laughs> well, when it fell out and on the floor, I was like, oh, it's wrapped like a piece of candy. I wonder if it's a piece of candy, but I'm not eating a black piece of candy. And then I was like, oh, it's the main character. Yeah, everyone hates licorice. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have been like black licorice flavored gummy mm-hmm. and his nigh character. Or just going to be like that trick gum that turns your entire mouth black. Oh, yeah. It could have been like that. Yeah. This would be because it's a like a rubber substance that you're definitely not supposed to eat. Yeah. It's and next it's... to the other thing that you're not supposed to eat, which is the game. But it was also, like, in a container that, like, it was in, like, wrapped individually like a yeah. piece of candy. But it was just probably so it doesn't, like, smush all over the inside of the game case. Yeah. So it doesn't, like, melt on top of the game. Yeah. But it it's just going to rest area. in there forever. Yeah. You're not going to, like, display it on your, like, I don't know, bookshelf, I guess? No. no. <laughs> so you just get covered in dust and then yeah. you, can't, you can't, like, clean off of it ever? <laughs> no, yeah. Of course. Yeah, it seems like a weird thing to put in there because it's not like that's something you can display unless you like no. get a ring case or something like that. Oh, yeah, you could probably get like a little box or something. Yeah, like a little plastic case. Yeah, there you it's go. It's weird because I bought a copy of that same <clears throat> game like when it came out and it didn't come with that in well, no. mind. You gotta like, wait for the special collector's edition or whatever. Yeah, I, I got fucked for being the early adopter apparently. And it oh, said John. on the outside, it had, like, stickers on it that said, like... Uh, Free you know, gummy included. <laughs> no, it said, like, by, made by the creators of Super Meat Boy or something like that. And then on the, on the bottom, it said, like, extra goodness inside. And I thought it just, like, was a pun on the game. So, but I guess that must be the, the stuff that wasn't added in the version that you have, Joe. Mm-hmm. There you go. Take that, Joe. But yeah. it, it was 10 bucks, and I know I like Super Meat Boy, so I'm sure I'm going to like this as well. It's just going to make me pull my hair out about halfway through. It's a fun game. I like it. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Adam? I played a lot this week, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to uh, to see if I can get through some things before we do our Game of the Year discussions. Yeah. I want to play a couple more things, as I mentioned last week. Uh, so, right after we finished last week, I did beat uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Nice. I only had, like, the one mission left, and it wasn't even, like... You didn't really do much. There wasn't, like, another planet you had to explore. You just walk a... You walk a straight path to the, like, Final. the finals. Yeah. Um, so, I finished that. Uh, I've, I mean, uh, I've been playing that a lot uh, recently, also trying to get caught up. So I did like uh, I 100% all the planets. Yep. I'm on the Jedi Temple area now. Yeah. And that's the last thing that you do. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I went, I finished it. I just had that one little bit left. Uh, then went back to collect some things, finish up 100% the planets. Uh, and then I discovered that I have a glitch in my game that says I can't get the platinum unless I start again or wait for them to patch it, oh which apparently God. they're aware of. And the patch is coming, but like I immediately texted Joe. It's like, Joe, do you have this too? Because this sucks. Do you? So no, he doesn't. No. So oh, what? What, what happened in my game is apparently there are these bounty hunters that show up 
periodically throughout the game. Yes. Um, they kind of, I don't know if they're like preset. They'd show up in like certain areas. Yeah. From what I, in my research, I found out that they, they pretty much show up in certain areas and there's three types of bounty hunters and one trophy is you have to scan everything in the game, like every adversary in the game. And so I can't get that trophy because I can't scan them. Uh, because they haven't shown up yeah and then the other one is beat all three kinds of those bounty hunters which i can't do because they're not there uh so i'm just two trophies shy of the platinum oh did you get the kick one yeah yeah um so i'm just two trophies shy of the platinum but like can't do anything about it until a patch comes out because like i guess i technically could start another save but because one of them is tied to scanning everything, you'd have to I play can't, it all again. Yeah, I, I would have to do it all again and completely fill out my like, you know, Jedi Pokedex or whatever. <laughs> um, so like, I don't necessarily want to do that. I just want to like have them patch it and like do it. Like, I'm Hopefully gonna play through the game eventually, but I don't want to have that be like a requirement to um, to get the platinum. I just want to like get what i should have that already sucks. gotten yeah so that was kind of a bummer in like learning that but thankfully like they're aware of that bug they caught it just too late to go in the last patch that came out like right before thanksgiving so mm-hmm. whenever the next patch comes out probably within the next week or two i would think um then i'll go through try to trigger some of those bounty hunters to show up and then yeah uh work through those to get the uh to get the platinum because I was looking in, like, one of them, I think, like, Bagano or something like that, that planet. You can get all three to spawn in different areas on that planet. So I'll probably just go there and just try to force them to, to show up. Yeah. But, and when they show up, they show up pretty frequently. Yeah. I, I never saw one. The only one that ever showed up was the one that, like, takes you in-game to, the, like, when you get kidnapped in-game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even when I beat that one, I don't think I scanned it. Just because, like, I didn't know to scan it. Or, like, you beat it and oh, then... Oh, you know, what's weird is... Um... He beat me when I when that happened. Oh yeah, he beats you to kidnap you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think oh, you like, mean like in the arena? I think you fight him in the arena. Yeah, too. that's right. He shows up at the end. Yeah, yeah but then once him. once you beat him in the arena, then your guy comes in to save you. So you, I don't even think I got the opportunity to scan it or something. So uh, I just have to I just have to wait, which sucks. Um, but I guess they're really hard. So I guess I kind of worked out that I never had to face them when like going through. I don't know. I, I mean, just... we're hard for me. Oh, God. Here we go again. It's my fault, guys. Everyone, it's my fault. Here we go again. I set him up for it. Um, but that was kind of a bummer. So I'm, I'm pretty bummed about that. But I don't know. I'll get the Platinum eventually, and that'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, then I played a whole bunch of uh, Monster Energy Presents AMA Supercross, oh, the yeah. official video game, <laughs> uh, which is just a, it's just as much fun as I expected it to be. Really? I will, I will never buy a Supercross game. Like I'm just not going to spend the $60 they cost to play them because they're not like they're fun games but it's not a thing that i'm like yes can't wait i got all the new riders and i got all the new bikes and look at all the parts and stuff like i don't care about any of that shit yeah i just want to race and i don't even want to race like realistically like i'm racing on very easy and like i'm blowing people out but it's fun like it's just a good time i have like half the trophies already because it's just i noticed you were racking them up on this well because they're all super easy like they're all super easily attainable trophies where it's just like win this event win this event, win that event. And I'm like, okay, I'll put it on super easy and just win all the events. Uh, Okay, deal. Like, I don't need to play this on, like, expert difficulty to, like, try my best to be the best motocross riser. I don't give a shit. I just want to race for fun. Uh, And I also found out it works pretty well with remote play. 
Uh, all I had to do was switch the button input so that way the triggers were uh, break and gas. go and gas. Because uh, otherwise it would have been the touchpad and fuck off trying to use that. Mm. Um, so I was sitting there like we were watching wrestling, I think, on Wednesday. And I was playing uh, on the Vita, which was nice. Because hmm. I saw a bunch of retrospectives this week because it's the 25th anniversary of, uh, of PlayStation. So they were talking oh, about yeah. like... You know, like, oh, how did we go from one to two to three to four? Like, what like what happened with the handhelds and all these things? So I was like, you know what? I, I should break out my Vita again. I miss, I like that Vita a lot. I thought about that, too, because I was going through my games when I was trying to sell stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I have my Vita hidden behind all of this stuff. And I was like, man, I miss the Vita. Like, I don't ever play it, but it was such a gate. Like, it was a great console. But, I mean, you've got it now. Uh, you've got the PS4 now, so you can use it for remote play. So very much take advantage of remote play. I've never thought to do that. Well, now, but you, you also didn't have it with you. Now you do. Yeah. So... It's very worthwhile. Like, it's not worthwhile for every game, because if you need triggers, it's kind of difficult. Yeah. I can't believe they never came out with an adapter that, like... A dual trigger adapter. Something like that, that, like, you know, use some kind of feedback to, like, mimic the touchpad aspect of it. Um, But, yeah, definitely use it for certain games with remote play. Yeah. It it works perfectly fine. Um, So, I played a bunch of that. I'm just, like, I went through all of the different, like cups that you can do it's like 250 cc the east circuit the west circuit and then 450 so i went through that now it's just a matter of like earning enough money making custom tracks like doing the like sloggy bits and i I'm like i'll probably get a platinum in that too because it's just oh it's fun it's exactly what i thought it was going to be just do a bunch of races if i start sucking halfway through restart, restart and yeah. do the race again like it's very much how i got sucked into steep last year where it's just like all right, just try to do better. Okay, try to do better. Yeah. All right, got to beat this guy. Like, I need to go faster than this dude. So uh, I'm going to continue playing that. So uh, how much Monster Energy drinks have you That's had the first thing I asked. <laughs> I've never, ever had a Monster Energy drink. Really? That's what he said. Huh. In that exact yeah. tone. Wow. Yeah, never had a Monster. Never had a Red Bull. Wow. No. The, the, like, the only energy drink thing I have ever... Like, I had a five-hour energy shot a couple of times mm. when I, like, had to drive a moving truck, like... From the south to the north. <laughs> Did it, like, cause your heart to explode? <laughs> no, because, like, I've been drinking caffeine my whole life. Oh, okay. And, like, was, you know, in my youth was on, like, you know, six sodas a day or something ridiculous. Like, I was mainlining Pepsi as a child. Um, so, no, it didn't affect me anyway. And the other time I had it was when I went to the, like, all seven Star Wars movie marathon oh. before uh, Don't they give Force you Awakens. One? No, they don't give you a five-hour energy shot at the marathon. No, but <laughs> I thought, like, they give you an from, IV. Yeah, you have to bring it yourself from home. No, like, a friend of mine went to, like, one of the Marvel ones, and, like, they gave them, like, a care pack going in that had, like, deodorant and, like, tissues, and, like, one of the things in there was yeah. a five-hour oh. energy. Yeah, if you need to give Well, and other... there was, like, a blanket. There was, well, like, that, there was, this like, isn't stuff. for you. This is for everyone else. Yeah. That, it is, yeah. <laughs> well, that might have been for, like, the, you know, 15 version or, like, the one that led up to what, Age of Ultron where there was, like, you know, it was It was, Age of, it was Age yeah. of Ultron. Where at that point you're now, like, 12 movies deep. That's a lot longer than six or seven or even yeah. the first, like, Avengers Marathon, which is five movies. Yeah. Um. So, like, that makes sense. But no, no, no. They didn't give us any. I had to bring mine from home. Yeah, because in there was a – it was, like, a fiber energy drink and I think yeah. it had, like, Cap's shield on it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, like, I know what monsters look like and I know what Red Bulls look like, and that's not a thing I ever want to even attempt to try. And, John, you were like, but five-hour energy is the disgusting one. I was like, yeah, but it's also a shot, and I don't taste it. It just goes right down. I mean, I drink the light monsters, like the, the white cans. They just taste like Sprite. Like, they don't taste like gasoline. Like, uh, like Red Bull straight up just tastes like gasoline. Yeah. 
Just the thought or what I would assume gasoline. I'm all set there. So, no, I've never had a monster. It did not make me want to have no a monster. No Mountain Dew game fuel. No Mountain Dew game fuel. Uh, the only crossover into the real world that I had after playing this game was I had to go pick up uh, spare parts for my dad's snowblower hmm. at the Honda shop down the street. Uh, and to get those parts, you had to go into the motocross like shop of the Honda dealership. And so you're like, sitting there going like, I could drive that. Yeah, so I had to like walk by all the, like the you know, I've all the so bikes. I've so many races and, on one of these things, I'm like an expert. Yeah, so I had to walk by all the bikes and everything, and then like upstairs in the parts shop is where they had all the, like the the gear and the helmets and like all the shirts and boots and everything. So like that was the most crossover I had into the real world. Not monster, but like actually finding myself in a like motocross shop, which was fun. Uh, and then I also got my copy of Control this week. Mm-hmm. So I started playing that. I didn't play much of it. I think only maybe like an hour. Yeah, it wasn't very long. Give or take. Uh, and it's weird. And uh, it's fine. I don't really know. Weird in, in what way? It's just like a, it's just an odd story kind of. You're just kind of dropped in. You don't really understand the world you're dropped into. Like the game starts with the previous head of control probably killing himself. It seems that way. I don't know if it actually was that. Because, like, you see these weird, like, flowy cutscenes almost. And one of them is, like, a guy holding a gun to his head. And then as you're walking into the Bureau of Control because you've been invited for some reason, like, you hear the bang. You're like, oh, no, let's go investigate that. And you find the guy dead on the floor. And you pick up his gun. And by picking up the gun, you, like, become the boss now. Whoa. Somehow. Like, it's not... It's like Excalibur. Kind of. And then as you're walking through and meeting other people, they're like, oh, so you're the new boss. And they're like, wait. <laughs> I see you have the gun. Fuck, I should have grabbed new... that gun first. Yeah. I could have been boss. Um, so it's not really explained. <laughs> this is the gun I will kill myself with eventually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not explained very well, but, like, I'm intrigued enough to, like, continue playing. The Force Powers... And I was just about to cool. ask, are the Force Powers actually... Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's basically, like, you, you just, like, Force pull any object in the room to you, and then you can throw it at people. You've got your, you know, your boss gun that you can use to shoot. So it's just like shooting and force powers. Like it's pretty cool so far. Um, and it's a lot of like, you know, are you talking to yourself? Is someone talking to you? I think the gun might communicate with you somehow. Oh, so it's like telepathically maybe, I don't know. There's still a lot to, I think, unveil to me in this Shadow game. Darkness? Was that what it was called? The Sudokuichi game yeah. with, with bo- boner. boner. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I'm going to continue trying it. Like it's not bad so far. But I'm not, like, in it enough to really have an understanding of what's going on or whether or not I like it. It's just, like, fine so far. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to play more of it because, again, it was only, like, maybe an hour. And a lot of that was, like, doing loops inside of the building to, like, make sure that I found all the, like, dossiers or whatever that were strewn about. Even yes. though I should probably just power through the story to figure out the story before I decide if I want to find all the collectibles. Yeah, it's a... It's about the same kind of way I felt with um, Quantum Break. I was like, okay, this is like interesting. It's a it's an interesting way to present a game. Yeah, I like didn't set my world on fire, but I, like I didn't hate it. I was just yeah. kind of like, oh, right, this is kind of interesting. <laughs> this exists, and like the cutscene animations are like gorgeous. They look really good. So I mean, that's worthwhile enough to continue like playing through it a bit more. But I also played a lot of motocross because that game is super fun. Because 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so good times had by all. So that's what we were playing this week. Uh, so we'll jump right into the lightning round, not lightning round. And I talked about him a little, a little bit already uh, with my love of the PlayStation Vita. It turns out, as we already knew, Sony does not share that love uh, the same way that we do uh, because they came out this week and said that they are have no plans and are not working on any future handhelds. That's it. Handhelds at Sony. No more. Well, yeah. I think specifically it was what the the head of Sony America, right? He said uh, that like they're not in the market for handheld anymore. Yeah, he said we're no longer in the handheld business. I think is what he said. Yeah, and they, as we as we know, like they blamed phone games for you know kind of taking over that space of you can't really have a console lifespan of five to ten years, which is what you know every home console is when a new phone comes out every year with a more powerful processor chip with more you know graphical integrity yeah. and all that stuff well, so and phones are more of a necessity necessity than video game systems are as well so yes. everyone's going to get a new phone as opposed to everyone buying a new handheld console yeah so sony interactive entertainment ceo jim ryan um the guy that had just took over that we talked about in kind of the shake-up a month or so ago uh and he said that the vita was brilliant in many ways and the gaming experience was great, but clearly it's a business that we're no longer in now. Uh, I mean, what I was kind of most shocked is uh, looking at the stats after this stuff came out. Um, the Vita uh, only sold about 16 million units mm -hmm. compared to the 80 million units that the PSP sold. Yeah. I was really kind of shocked by that. I thought it had a lot more leg to it than that. I think it's one of those things where the people that had them loved them and like, Saying the their praises, yeah, the praises. yeah, because like it became like this amazing little indie game machine, essentially, because mm -hmm. like That's all the best indie, it. yeah, all the best indie games were available on there. Uh, remote play was a cool feature that I still feel like, like as I mentioned before, is was underutilized. Uh, they just fucked it up with uh you know, their own proprietary bullshit. It's always been the fucking problem with the PSP and the Vita. It's yeah, the fucking proprietary shit. They're just so like the memory cards were insanely expensive. So all you had own like charging plug. My own charging plug is fine. Like you know the the DS has its own charging plug. Like I mean, but even the like Switch now has just moved on to USB. Yeah, yeah. I think if they were to do another one again, they would get less. Like, yeah, just use micro SD cards. Just use a fucking USB C plug. Yeah, don't um, do I mean, any of this fucking weird proprietary shit. But the that was a thing. Were... Like the 360 also had their own proprietary stuff at the time. Yeah, no, yeah. I think proprietary plugs aren't a problem. Like no. a lot of laptops have them. Like nowadays, yes, everyone's moving to more uniformity because that's what the consumers want. Yeah. But this was a time of like experimentation, almost of like. Okay, we need to integrate touchscreens because people play on phones now, and that's the way of the, the world. So let's force a touchscreen on there. Um, but like the touchscreen interface wasn't intuitive. I think the biggest mistake is still that back touchpad. Mm -hmm. It wasn't ever super responsive. You had no frame of reference to where you were supposed to be touching. There was four quadrants at times on the back, so you really didn't know like where you wanted or needed to be. Uh, and kind of forcing things like that just didn't make sense. The memory cards was a bitch. Like the the 3g that's only at&t was stupid like just some of the decisions they made right out of the gate were just dumb like if they had just been like no we're making a psp again but we're giving it a second stick and we're giving it a second set of triggers and we're giving you the ability to use regular ass memory cards a thing would have sold a uh, hundred million units like yeah. a thing would still be selling to this day it would have been insane how good that thing would have been and it boggles my mind because like you can clearly see that like the the switch has proven that this market works 
Yeah, easily. I mean, so I don't know why Sony's just later. But well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like in terms of Sony saying, like, oh, it didn't, it failed last time, so no. we're done. No, they have uh, the perfect learning opportunity right in front of them. They could turn around and make a perfect handheld yeah. compatible system with the PS5 coming up. And I'm kind of hoping that this is like subterfuge, like them just kind of saying, like, oh, we're not going to bother doing that. We failed last time, kind yeah. of thing. But it's Nintendo is clearly proven that this works easily so just follow that formula yeah don't just give up well they also did say they're not in the market right now is what they said or something like that we're clearly not in the market now like they said we're it's a business we're no longer in yeah no what was the direct quote a business we're no longer that's the direct yeah so they're no longer in it right now well doesn't mean you could read it as right now or you can say like we're not in that business yeah uh yeah i like I don't think necessary. I think he's right. I don't think that they're going to do a dedicated. It gets its own set of games uh, because everybody just has one thing now. Like if the Switch has proven another thing, it's that Nintendo only needs one console because um, they don't really have the focus on the 3DS anymore. So even Nintendo, the king of handhelds, is kind of not in that business. They have the hybrid console, yes, that can be played in handheld. Um, the only thing I could foresee Sony maybe doing is looking at the Switch's success and essentially making a Vita 2 that is just, it's a screen with all your same PlayStation buttons. And maybe the screen is touchscreen to mimic the PS4 control pad if you need it to, uh, but it doesn't play Vita 2 games. It just is a remote play screen and you sell it for 200 bucks or whatever. Cause I honestly think people would play that if you could maybe download some of your digital games to it to play them on the go. Wouldn't necessarily play the same games as your PlayStation five because like on disc, because you just can't, Um, you could do the screen sharing for any disc based games. If you're on Wi-Fi or you're, you know, in the same room, but then like, if you want to go on the go, you can download your digital version of whatever. And you know, it's got, I don't know what size, you know, thing you could put in there. Maybe it is just, you know, micro SD cards as well. Yeah. I feel like that's the only thing that we would ever get that's even remotely close to handheld is some kind of dedicated remote play machine where the, you know, all the graphics are done somewhere else or even like a PlayStation Now streaming thing. Like it plays PlayStation Now and it plays remote play. Like, give me that. That would be cool. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily need to because you have phones, but like I'd rather play on something like that than on my phone for remote play or uh, PS Now. Yeah. But that's the only thing I could ever see them doing in terms of a handheld again. Well, and I mean, it makes sense, too. They're in two different markets. I mean, they're in the same video game market, but they have the VR headset. Nobody else. Yeah. The console, the big three have VR. So they're doing that and they're doing a regular console. So it makes sense that they're not going to add now a third tier how, to how their. dare you? Nintendo clearly has Labo VR. <clears throat> yeah. It's oh, almost yeah? like you didn't play it. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> uh, briefly. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you know, like even that was a misfire. But yeah, it's a, it's a shame because like in reading one of the, some of those retrospectives of like the history of PlayStation handhelds, I was like, oh yeah, I remember going to CompUSA the day my the PSP came out and like buying that bundle pack and buying Twisted Metal head on and Dynasty Warriors, you know, PSP and getting my copy of Spider Man Two on UMD and like like using the PSP as like my MP3 player before I had an iPod and like. I remember downloading all kinds of movies to it so I could like watch movies on there. Mm. Like I used that thing like crazy. I loved my PSP and I couldn't wait to get the Vita. 
Uh, the Vita was a super fun, like, uh, the Uncharted game on Vita is so good. What's one of the things I kind of always liked about the Vita um, is the, like, you know, when you were talking about just make that thing like a dedicated stream, like to stream that stuff, I kind of always liked how the PSP and the Vita was like, they had the portable version of the game that you liked. Yeah. Uh, like it's still an original version, but it, they're just like, oh yeah, like so you can play God of War, but then you can also play Chains of Olympus, and you're like, oh okay, cool. Like yeah, you can play Motorstorm, but you can also play Motorstorm Micro Arctic or whatever or Arctic. Or... Oh yeah, there was the one on the PSP, but then there was also like Motorstorm RC on the Vita, which was like That's little right. mini RC yeah, yeah, cars, yeah. and that one was super fun. You can play Uncharted, and you can play on Golden Abyss. Yeah, you know, I always kind of liked how they had like the handheld version of that thing. The Killzone so, game. Yeah, I was gonna the... say Killzone Mercenary is so it's good. So mm-hmm. good. I love like and playing multiplayer on that on that was awesome. I like, played was... that more than I played normal Killzone. Same. Yeah, that game was awesome. Like the, you took major PlayStation franchise and put them on a portable screen, and it's just like this amazing thing that like you can't believe. Like I was watching the after reading that article, I went and watched like the YouTube video of the like the E3 reveal of the PSP, where like Kaz Harai's up there being like, you know, he's saying Ridge Racer and doing all these dumb things, but he's also like <laughs> showing off these videos of like PS one slash two quality games like on a tiny little screen like blew this shit blew me away you know 15 years ago mm-hmm. those systems were so good it's just, it like i completely understand why they won't do it again but it does kind of suck because i like those i like being able to take those franchises and those experiences on the go even if it is just i'm sitting on my couch while i'm watching tv like i played a shit ton of madden 06 on my psp while like watching sunday football in college like, <laughs> it's like okay yeah Sweet, I can play Madden and watch football. This is the best of both worlds. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, shame, but not in the slightest bit. No. Uh, unsurprising. No, yeah. Uh, lightning round. Uh, while one old thing's not making a resurgence, another one is. Now, we had talked about, um, I believe, the previous version of this and assumed this was coming. But, Joe, we're getting another Resident Evil game. And this seems the most confirmation we're ever going to get of that outside of official confirmation. Why don't you tell us what that is? Yeah, last week we talked about how there was a rumor of Resident Evil 3 uh, going around, uh, or the Resident Evil 3 remake, remake yep. coming out, um, and I mean, we just kind of assumed after the success of Resident Evil 2 that it would definitely be coming at some point. Uh, I didn't expect that it would be coming so soon, because yeah. Resident Evil 2 just came out earlier this year, um, but uh, sure enough, the rumor came out that there was going to be a Resident Evil uh, 3 remake coming, and then this week uh, we got... Pretty solid confirmation when the cover art for the game was leaked on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. Uh, Different so, versions of it, too. There's both the American and probably Japanese versions of the Yeah, there's the Resident well. Evil 3 one, and then there's the Biohazard 3 cover that were yep. released. Uh, so we got our first look at like the new upscaled HD version of Jill and Carlos, as well as a good look at uh, the nemesis, mm-hmm. the titular nemesis of the game. Uh, one thing I noticed that this was just called Resident Evil 3, not Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, which was the original one was called. Yeah, I think probably just calling it Resident Evil 3 Remake in line with Resident Evil 2 Remake probably mm-hmm. just makes sense from a consumer standpoint. And that's why I would assume they did it that way. Yeah, uh, and there was also a uh, Z edition of the game, which will probably be like the deluxe edition yeah. uh, version. I don't know why it's called the Z edition. For zombies. Oh. Obviously. Yeah. Joe, you're so stupid. You didn't yeah. even think about that, did I you? I did not think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> it looks like we're definitely getting Resident Evil 3. Uh, no uh, actual release date or anything for it. Uh, Jeff Keighley did come out and say it is not going to be at the Game Awards. No, because he said none of the games for the Game Awards that are, like, big reveals have leaked yet. 
so then the next logical rumor then points to it being part of the recently announced state of play hmm. that is coming on Tuesday. Although, I guess it could still be. If Resident Evil came out, if Resident Evil 2 came out on the Xbox, I would assume state of play they would might want to save exclusives for? Not necessarily, because like, hmm. they've talked about other games that have not been exclusive. Like, technically, isn't Final Fantasy VII Remake coming to everything as well? Yeah. Oh, is it? I'm pretty sure. I thought it was only coming on PlayStation. No, I think it's an Xbox game as well. Oh. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's just getting play at PlayStation, and they want you to know that it's a PlayStation game, because they want you to buy it on PlayStation. Um, but I feel like that's probably a good... Especially since it leaked on the PlayStation Store. Mm. That oh. makes me think that, like, clearly... They were, like, setting it up for, mm-hmm. like, to get it ready before the State of Play announcements. Yep. Because it'll okay. be available for pre-order as soon as the state of play is over. The Z edition might even be exclusive to PlayStation. We don't know. Um, but I feel like if if it's leaking this way, where like clearly you don't think Sony's putting that up on the store like six months ahead of time. Like it's got to be soon. And if it's not the Game Awards, the only other big news reveal-y item is Tuesday's state of play. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what's coming in that. They just said new game announcements and you know more info on titles that you already know about Hmm. Uh, they did say no ps5 obviously no handhelds so uh, that seems like a pretty safe bet so we'll probably know more on uh, on tuesday Hmm. well i'm looking forward to this i really liked the resident 2 remake they did a great job with it so i'm excited to see what they do with this one Uh, resident 3 was one of the ones that i probably got the least amount of play out of originally uh, I, I mean, like, Resident Evil 2 was one of my favorite games on the PlayStation generation, and then Resident Evil Code Veronica was, like, the first game I bought on the Dreamcast, so I played a lot of that one, and Resident Evil 3 was, like, the obviously the middle link one in yep. there, um, so it'll be nice to, like, go back and kind of replay that one oh. in a new perspective. Yeah, should be a good time. Yeah. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we got some crossover news uh, for multiple titles uh, this week. First up is a new Nintendo crossover uh, coming to a game that came out earlier this year. John, why don't you tell us about that? Uh, the mech game, Damon X Machina, is going to have a crossover with The Witcher. Because that's why? a thing that needs to happen. So apparently it's already out in Japan. You can play as uh, Geralt and Siri. Or, I think I, yeah, C- C-I-R-I. I never played Siri. The Witcher. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Um, and it's a free download, so... Like, sure, I guess you can play as them in weird future mech place because high fantasy and, like, anime mechs are two things that meld well. Now, do they give them costumes that make them look more in line with the game they're coming to, or they're just the strict costumes yep. straight no, they just, Witcher? No, they just look exactly like they look in The Witcher. Which That's is... kind of a shame. I'd want to see them, like, with some kind of future armor tech yeah. version of the same outfit. Yeah, like his white shirt, gray, or tan pant combo, but, like... Armory. Space armor yeah, version exactly. of it. Like a, a long blonde wig mech suity thing yeah. and like a, a laser sword, like lightsaber as opposed to just his regular sword. He's got yeah. gray hair, by the way. Gray. Yeah. Um, no, it's just he's like a uh, cel-shaded version of himself. Okay. Well, at least he's cel-shaded. Well, I mean, but because, because the game is. Like... I know, but listen, if they're not going to make that extra step, who yeah. knows if they even made the first step. My guess is this is just a... a uh, an attempt to get the Eastern market to buy the complete edition of The Witcher Three, because mm. it's already it already sold. You know, The Witcher is great here because it's yeah. uh, that's a Western thing, um, but it's not a very Eastern thing. So by putting them inside of a thing that's very anime, they're like, hey, this could be cool too. But it it it, it is a crossover with The Witcher Three complete edition. So like, it's very much that logo. Yeah. 
um, but it's free. So if it, it, it there's no news on whether it'll come out here, it may very well not, just because it's such an odd combination. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're in Japan and you want to have uh, Geralt in your game, then you can download it right now. I imagine we'll probably just get it as a DLC yeah. without having to like buy the thing. It's you don't it's, have to yeah, buy it's anything. Free. Yeah, it's free. Oh, I thought you said you had to buy the Witcher complete edition. No, it's it. an attempt for people to, to encourage yeah, people yeah, to buy. Yeah. It. Okay. I mean, that's the way I'm seeing it. But, oh, okay. But that's why I also don't think it's going to come out here. Cause who cares? Like, you don't need to. Yeah, you're going to have a hard time convincing Americans to buy the the Switch version of Witcher because we've already got it on like Xbox and PlayStation and stuff. No, but this could be a, but if you bring it here, it's an attempt to get the western audiences to buy Damon X Machina because oh. we're like, "Hey, you like The Witcher, play as The Witcher in Damon X Machina." So no, like, what I'm waiting for is both ways. the other crossover is Damon X Machina in, in The, the Witcher. Witcher 3 where a bunch of mechs running yeah, around giant, Witcher 3 giant times. mechs and yeah. I mean, they might not want to spoil the Netflix series. That could be a straight out of the Netflix series. We haven't seen it yet. There could be mechs aplenty in that. Who knows? That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's different than the it's different than the game. Maybe the books are mech heavy. They're like, Whatever. look at this magic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They wouldn't understand what was going on. What blacksmith made this? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Yeah, mechs in high fantasy time. Let's do it. Yeah, make it so. Yeah, it worked so well for Wild Wild West. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone liked that giant spider robot attacking the cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. The producer liked it so much he wanted to put it in Kevin Smith's Batman movie or Superman movie. Just put giant spiders in everything, guys. Mm-hmm. More giant spiders, the better. Uh, lightning round, uh, more crossovers. This time, two classic Nintendo franchises are getting smashed together uh, in the newest edition of Mario Maker. Joe, what's coming to Mario Maker? Legend of Zelda. Nice. Mm. The what specifically, if you could? Uh, Link. <laughs> yes, Link <laughs> okay. and the Master Sword. Please move on. Um, which is pretty cool. Like it, and like all of Link's move sets too. It's actually pretty like interesting. So that'll make for a lot of cool like puzzle levels in Mario Maker Two. So you have the bow and arrow. You can shoot up straight and down at an angle. Uh, I think the boomerang might also be in there too. Um, so basically, you pick up the Master Sword in a level, and that transforms you into Link, uh, which then you can go through and make. You know, and I think there's also like new assets to make it look more Zelda y, hmm. uh, with like, you know, trees and bushes and stuff like that, which they, is pretty cool. They did something similar with the last game where, like, if you had the amiibos, mm-hmm. uh, you could scan them and it would add the character of the amiibo that you scanned sprite to the game. It yes. didn't change the way that they played. So, like, you could play as Link in Mario Maker 1, yeah. but it was just Link running around as Mario jumping on things. Yeah. Uh, same with like a bunch of other characters, you know. Uh, what well, changed the physics a little bit? Like there were definitely people that were more floaty or more high jumpy, uh, I believe. If uh-huh. you... But like I didn't have, I don't have many Amiibos, so I didn't mm. get a lot of use out of it in the first uh, Mario Maker. But this one like seems like changes a more... the game. Yeah, it's yeah. a more in-depth overhaul. And especially with the way that there are like uh, restrictions to clearing levels in Mario Maker 2, where like you have to do certain things, uh, this will add a, a nice puzzle element to it. So I may jump back in. I just didn't play a lot of that game. I wasn't in a Mario mood when it came out. Same thing with Mario U Deluxe, where like I bought it and was like, I'm going to play this, and then just didn't feel like playing Mario at the time and just have not played it. But you I, know what this means, though? This is just another step towards Zelda Maker. Yeah. Ooh. Which is a thing that I, I still can't believe. So, like, between the Dungeon Maker in Link's Awakening and Which Link... Which pretty lackluster. Yeah. But you start there, then add Link to Mario Maker, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're just putting the pieces together, guys, until we get our own game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, check out for that at E3 next year. Because that'll probably be where we get it. Yeah, I'm really Cross my fingers for, for it. I'm hoping for that yeah. to happen. Yeah, that would be insane. 
Uh, all right, lightning round. Final crossover this week uh, is NHL. And NHL just keeps getting weirder with their crossovers. A month or so ago, we got some football players, some basketball players in NHL. Uh, who we got now, John? Uh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. The D-O-double-G. Yeah. But this makes sense. Because, Does it? <laughs> because Snoop Dogg did do commentary for a bunch of games last season, and he is great. Really? Yeah, it is. It's he, He's just a color commentary, so he's not doing like play-by-play or anything like that. But yeah. he's a big can, Kings fan, and he like legitimately likes and enjoys and watches hockey. So huh. like, it was fun to watch him, but also it was like... It, I mean, it's he's a good color, color commentary. Yeah. Uh, at one point, like I was watching... Um, obviously, the Kings play. I don't remember who they were playing against, but like... That guy was like face washing another guy. He's like, "Yo, you gonna let him play your hands, his hands in your face like that? You gotta drop some gloves and show him who's boss." I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, I like it." Um, so it makes sense that I'm. I makes me want 2020 even more. Did you not pick it up on Black Friday? Uh, no, I didn't because I was I wasn't here. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then it's not on sale anymore. I'm mm-hmm. just it, it'll be on sale before Christmas, like it usually yeah. is anyway. And so, it still gives you six months before the season ends. Yeah. To be able and to there's play plenty it. of time. Yeah. Um, I will buy it whenever it goes on sale next. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on sale at certain retailers again, but then sales just changed today. Yeah. So. It'll it'll go on sale eventually, and I'll I'll buy it now. Yeah, so he's both an announcer in the game and a playable character, which he's, makes sense as he's well. He's a he's a playable character in the world of chill mode. Yeah, yeah. so that's I know the what like, that is. Uh, online like one v however you you can have like three and three. You can also have one and yeah. one. Okay, so you like you can't just put him on a random team and play. Uh, you can. Oh, you can't. Yeah, you can. Well, like, you can, but it's a, a a version of it's it's either three or three or one on one. No, no, I mean like you can't just play the regular no, mode. No, he's it. not going to be you part can't of the. Just Kings. Be like, all right, now you're on the fucking Bruins. No, yeah. It's just, well, they might add him as like an what, ultimate. I don't know hockey team or positions. I just said like three different hockey teams. No, not teams, positions. I was going to say like you can't just put Snoop Dogg and have him be the shooter. <laughs> yes, the shooter. Everyone the, is the, the slapper. Defenseman. Center. Slapper. Left wing. Right wing. Goalie. I, I was going to say wing. I was yeah. like, is wing one of them? I it feel is. like wing is one of them. Yes. I feel like I saw that in Mighty Ducks as a child. Yes. yes. You also didn't say goalie, which is like. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I mean, come on. That one I should have known. No, they might add him to like ultimate team. Is it ultimate team? And in... yeah, okay. Um, so like it's it's possible in the future. But the fact that he's available for commentary and for play uh, would be pretty sweet. I, and I'm sure this is probably something he was like, please put me in the next game. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and like I know he's big into like football and like he owns like a youth football league in California mm-hmm. and like coached his coaches kids. His, and, yeah. Uh, like one of his kid, I think, is in the NFL now or is in college now. And like a he's a pretty good player. Yeah. Um, but he's never been in Madden. Like, he's never been in, you know, NBA, and I know he's done, like, halftime performances at, like, the All-Star game. He's probably played in, like, the NBA All-Star game, like, you know, celebrity shoot-around or whatever. Um, So, it's pretty cool that he gets to be in the hockey one. Yeah, especially since it's something he's done recently. Like, he did commentary last year, so... And I think it was I think it was only two games, but still, like... Yeah. It was was great. Fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Is he available now? Do we know? I don't know. Is it coming soon? Is it now? I think it's probably with the Joe's next update. Now? Uh, is it now? Joe, is it now? Hey, Joe. Looking, looking hey, Joe, when article. is it coming? It doesn't have a date. Okay. Yeah, so it's probably in the next update. There you go. I remember him being in um, Call of Duty. He was like, you could get his voice as a voice, like the announcer oh, yeah, voice yeah. in Call of Duty. Yeah. It was Black Ops 2? Yeah, I think so. Maybe they had a bunch of celebrity cameos and stuff in that one. I yeah, believe. like uh, Arlie Army was one of them also. Yep. Oh, R.I.P. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we're getting some remasters uh, in one collection, though. The collection is a little strange to me, Joe. What games are in this collection? It makes sense to me. Uh, we're getting a, a Bayonetta and Vanquish remaster. Uh, this is a leak. Uh, it's not officially announced. Uh, it was leaked on the Microsoft Store, much like how the Resident Evil 3 mm-hmm. leak was on the PlayStation Store. Um, but we're going to be getting a 10th anniversary bundle for uh, Bayonetta 1 and Vanquish. Uh, both of them made by Platinum Games, yeah. so there is a developer crossover to yeah. make that relative. Yeah, um, I'm surprised that it's not a... Uh, well, it's on the make, uh, the PlayStation Store, so I guess I shouldn't Xbox be surprised Store. that... Or uh, Xbox Store, so I guess I'm surprised it doesn't have... It's not a Bayonetta, Bayonetta 1 and 2 collection, because yeah. Bayonetta 2 is a Nintendo exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, I'm I'm interested in this. I never really played Vanquish, but I've always heard how great of a game it is. I watched Tyler play it, and uh, Tyler is not very good at that game, so it was kind of hard to watch. Um, <laughs> but it looked super fun. Uh, it, it's like the I don't know if you know what Vanquish was, Adam. It was like that game where you like slid all over the place. Yeah, it was you like wore like power a power suit. Yeah, yeah, you wore like a power suit. GI like, Joe Retaliation or Rise of Cobra. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but yeah, yeah. good. Maybe, from but what it wasn't. Heard. It's not very good, and like everyone who plays it, it's kind of like, and not like Deadly Premonition that people like it because it's bad, but people liked it because it was like completely over the top. So like, it's meant to be ridiculous. I mean, Platinum Games are generally meant yeah, to be. Yeah, Bayonetta pretty... is also meant to be ridiculous. Yeah, of course. yeah. Um, I Her guess... hair is her clothes, guys. <laughs> I'm aware that it's ridiculous. Astral Chain is not though, and that's Platinum Games. Like that's a very. Uh, grounded-esque mm. i mean in the fact that it's anime but it's not like super crazy over the top like bayonetta mm. is so it, it does make sense that both of these are going to come out and it'll be nice to play it remastered i think it was given away a while ago on games with gold vanquish that is yeah so i have a copy of it or you know a digital copy but I, i'll play it when it looks nicer mm-hmm. if it if it's cheap if it comes out at 40 bucks then that's probably the, the sweet spot it's probably what it would be, I would assume. No, does it? Do you have a price there, Joe? Uh, no, it was just like one of those oh, things where it just, just okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure leaked. if it leaked with the price yeah, associated it, like, with up, it or yeah. not. Like, it's the artwork and the release date and the price all in one like store posting that was immediately taken down. Yeah. Uh, the release date looks like it's going to be February eighteenth. Oh, which is in line with the exact ten year anniversary of the North American release of Bayonetta. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I never played Bayonetta. It looked it looked too ridiculous for me. I played the demo a bunch, I believe, back I, when every game had a demo on PS3. I played the first one, and I mean, as long as you like like the God of War, Devil, Devil May, May Cry, Cry style, yeah. like hack and slash, fast paced button combo games, yeah. uh, it was a really good one. I still haven't played Bayonetta two yet, which even though you want to do that. When's three coming? No, out? I never bought it. Remember, I bought it. Oh yeah, and then you had to return it. It was supposed to come with the Bayonetta one, but the code for the Bayonetta one didn't work, so I returned it. And yeah. They didn't have any other ones that weren't open, so I was like, well, I'm not buying another one. Yeah. yeah. Three's supposed to be coming out soon. No, next year. Uh, next year, probably. Yeah, yeah. They, okay. they they haven't really like shown much of it yeah. other than like the logo. Yeah, I haven't heard anything else uh, regarding that at all. Uh, lightning round from one collection to another, uh, just in time for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, the final completion in the Skywalker saga. Uh, we're getting the Battlefront 2 Celebration Edition, uh, which is available now. Uh, it comes with the base game, 
which all of the extra content, like in terms of like levels and in gameplay things, were always free. Uh, with that one, the obviously the controversy with Battlefront Two is the loot boxes. Uh, this pretty much does away with the need for that, as the Celebration Edition comes with every available um, emote, voice line, character look, like all the things that you would have normally got through loot boxes is now uh, available in the Celebration Edition. Uh, it is forty dollars for the Celebration Edition. If you already own the base game, you can get the content update uh, for twenty five bucks. So. If you're looking, if you were worried about the progression system and how many thousands of hours you needed to unlock Darth Vader and all these other things, which to be fair, they did fix uh, pretty early after the release of that game. Uh, this will now be available for 25 bucks as an add-on if you want to get that and unlock uh, everything, which is pretty sweet because like that game is fun. I know like it obviously got a bad rap for exactly the reasons that you would think that it would have gotten a bad rap for mm -hmm. it's completely understandable as to why it did um, but the game is super fun and i think they've worked really hard to like make it a better game so what like. is it celebrating oh it's just like the like they do like star wars celebration and stuff like that it's, they're just celebrating the game and the fact that it's been out now for two years a year yeah, when I originally saw that, I was like, "They're not trying to pass this off as like a game of the year edition, are they?" <laughs> no, I think this. I think this is what you would call a game of the year edition, but you obviously can't call it a game of the year edition. So nobody, I think they're celebrating the fact that it's finally good. Maybe. Mm. I just thought it was supposed to be a celebration of the new movie coming out. Yeah, that too. Because uh, they also unveiled uh, the new Rise of Skywalker content that you'll be getting as part uh, of the content update, which will come, uh, I think, on the seventeenth. Uh, you're getting a Sith Infiltrator character, First Order a Jet Trooper, uh, the Resistance side, there's a Gunner and a Spy. They're also bringing the Capital Supremacy mode that was pretty much only available, I think, in the prequel era stuff to the sequel era stuff. So they'll have uh, some stuff that you can do uh, on Jakku. You'll also be able to get BB-8 and BB-9E uh, will be available Um in that content as well uh and then the rise of skywalker you'll get a new tropical planet uh and some other looks for finn ray and kylo ren so those will all be available uh starting on the 17th so just in time for the new movie mm -hmm. um i'm fully in star wars mode right now reading comics playing games so i will probably jump back into this uh right around the time this new content probably after i see the movie because i'll just want something to like continue doing like yeah. wars and fighting and stuff like that um, but like, I, I picked that game up. Like, I think I, I bought it when it first came out. Cause like star Wars, of course I did. Uh, and I played it, you know, a decent amount. And then I repicked it up digitally earlier this year. Cause it was like dirt cheap. And I was like, you know what? This game was fun. They put a lot of work into it. And it's like, it's a really good game. Uh, and it's got a pretty healthy community from what I understand of people who like stuck with it or, you know, jumped back in like I did when it got good. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, wasn't shitty yeah and like i never cared about the loot box stuff like i was never going to try to chase you know certain cosmetics or certain looks or whatever so like that didn't bother me as much but i can totally see why it did bother people yeah so like i don't think i'm going to get this celebration update especially not right away because i don't care about voice lines and special emotes but like the gameplay itself is really good so i'll, I'll jump back into this game no problem nice all right lightning round uh we talked about this last week in saying that it was never going to happen again we weren't probably ever going to talk about it uh who knows when we were going to talk about it even if we did there was no reason to continue talking about it uh and that was of course switch online games uh which we haven't had a need to discuss any new switch online games in a quite some time and last week we did our 
you know, PlayStation Plus Your monthly yeah, uh, games with gold, stadium free, game free yep, uh, free games, and we're like, yeah, you know, we just probably never, you know, who knows when we're gonna do the next uh, NES and SNES online free games? Like, who knows? Uh, the answer is now. The answer is right now. Time makes fools of us all. That's true. And to be fair, when we were doing them monthly, it was always the week after we did PlayStation Plus games with gold uh, news. So here we go, Joe. What do we got for new NES and SNES online games? Uh, we're going to be getting two new NES games and four new Super NES games. Uh, for the NES, we're going to be getting Journey of Silius. No idea. I have no idea what that game is. I've never heard of it. Uh, and uh, Crystalis, which I've heard that name, but I don't remember what the game is. Uh, and then for Super Nintendo, you're going to be getting Breath of Fire 2, Kirby Superstar, Super Punch-Out!, and Star Fox 2, which was originally a game you could only play if you bought the uh, SNES, Classic. SNES Classic system. So now Switch players are going to be able to get it. Um, all four of those games were on the SNES Classic. So it just kind of looks like they're porting over SNES Classic games onto the Switch at this point. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Which is fine by me. Uh, you know, I have an SNES, uh, SNES Classic, but it's nice that other people can now play those, especially Star Fox. Uh just because I'm sure a lot of people didn't want to run out and buy a weird little console box just to play a, a game. That they never... I mean, a lot of people did because it sold pretty well. Uh, oh, yeah. But it also wasn't hard to find. So if you wanted to have played it by now, you had ample opportunity to do so. I'm sure some people are also mad that this thing they maybe went out to buy specifically for this exclusive game is now available to everybody. But at the same time, like... I, I got it because I wanted a little mini Super Nintendo to go against yeah. my yeah. mini little Nintendo. So, like, I'm not mad about it. I don't care. Also, yeah. you shouldn't be mad because you probably also own a Switch. Like, nobody went out and bought a Super Nintendo mini, like, and doesn't have yeah. another console. Yeah, if you're... Nobody if, went for the sole purpose of playing Star Fox 2 that didn't have a Switch already. I can almost get if it. You're, if you're yeah. a Nintendo fan enough that you would go out of your way to buy that thing just for, just Star for Fox that, too. you are most likely also a Nintendo fan enough to buy a Switch yeah, at some right. point. And granted, that was two years ago that that came out. Yeah. yeah. So you can't really be mad uh, about it two years later. But I'm sure the, you know, there's certain corners that were like, I don't know, I can't believe it. I spent $80 on this exclusive thing and here it is available to someone for $10 for the year or whatever. Yeah. 20 bucks for the year or whatever it costs, so. And Chrysalis is a, um, it's like a Legend of Zelda RPG. Oh, okay. Uh, I had it on the the uh, NES. I also had it on like the Game Boy Color, but I never got very far in it because I was like a, a kid. So it'll be fun to go back and try that again. Um, and uh, somebody I used to work with was like a huge fan of that game, and like he was like live streaming that, uh, playing that before like live streaming was a, a big deal like it is now. So. It has a following, and so I'm sure lots of people are excited about that mm -hmm. being added, especially for nothing, for free. Yeah, exactly. Included in the price of admission. And Journey of Silas uh, looks to be like a side-scrolling sci-fi space action oh, game. Oh, nice. Uh, it looks pretty interesting. Like it looks what, like, like Mega Man or something? Uh, yeah, it looks, looks like some more sort of weird hybrid between like Mega Man and Metroid type thing. Oh, yeah. So just generic side-scrolling sci-fi yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah, oh, looks interesting. I might give it a try. Yeah, pretty cool. Now, did you buy the SNES uh, controller? 
Like the slide on the side, the way they had the NES ones. Well, no, the SNES ones don't slide on the side. Oh, they don't. No, they just uh, charge. They charge by yeah, USB-C. with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you only get one of them. Yeah, they didn't come in a two pack like no. the other ones did. But that's okay. It was the same price as just buying one, and I'd rather just buy one anyway. But yeah, they sold out like instantaneously. Oh, they're they not available. Again. I don't know if they ever went back up. They never. Available. Did. They never did. Huh. Uh, conversely, the NES controllers are now on sale, so they may be when this comes out still. But I think they're. Uh, twenty-five dollars now. Oh, that's not. Bad. They were fifty percent off. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to get one or two, I mean, they could come in two packs. That's not bad. Yeah. Right now might be the time to check it out. Yeah, I opted not to buy the SNES one when I had the opportunity because I'm like the Joy-Con sideways is basically an SNES controller. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the same. Like the, my problem with playing the NES games was there was extra buttons and I wanted just the two button layout to not like mess with my brain and forget which buttons I was supposed to be pressing. But the SNES one, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same controller, essentially. So yeah, and I wasn't too concerned because I have the um, the eight bit dough mm. DIY yeah. like modified SNES Bluetooth controllers, yeah. like the official ones. And so I was like, oh, I already have yeah, I already have these essentially. Yeah, exactly. Just not a f- well, technically they're fi- they're official modified as opposed to official. Yeah, exactly. So all right, nice uh, lightning round. It's movie time, and now while we. Eagerly await the sequel to Jumanji, Rise of Jumanji, the sequel to Jumanji, uh, which comes out this week. So we should really, totally go check I was that not out. Paying attention. Yeah, I realized it said like yesterday. I was like, oh shit, that's that's this week. <laughs> I also saw they're doing a special Game Awards screening of Jumanji, where you go see Jumanji early and then watch the Game Awards in the theater, which seems like cool. I guess if the Game seems Awards like wasn't n- painfully boring, nothing th- that anyone will do. I feel like if you're in a big enough market, you might get a, like, if, if there's a ton of people there, it'd be cool to watch the Game Awards with, like, a huge group of, like, game fans. But you'd have to, like, make sure that that happened. Otherwise, it'd be, like, you and, like, four of your friends watching the Game Awards. Alone in a screen. movie theater. Is this, like, an officially linked thing to the Game Awards? Because, yeah. like, they might do a thing where, like, they'll have The Rock show up for something i don't know maybe yeah no this is something that like i saw advertisements both as part of jumanji commercials and as part of game awards commercials Hmm. for like check out this exclusive like screening event at like fathom events or whatever across um but much in the way that that one's not based on a real video game we also have a new video game movie that's not actually based on a video game franchise but one that very much wants you to believe uh that with video game characters can be real uh, and it's the new Ryan Reynolds vehicle, Free Guy? Ready yeah. Player Free Two. Guy. Yeah, Ready Player Two, pretty much. <laughs> um, the first trailer for that came out this week. I didn't even hear about this movie until you were telling me that that's what the trailer was. Like, I saw that he had a new trailer drop, but I didn't watch it. Uh, it looks pretty cool, though. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about what this movie is, Joe? Uh, yeah, it's a game in which... Um, it's a movie. Or a movie about a game yeah. uh, in which Ryan Reynolds is an NPC character. He's just a generic bank teller yep. uh, in a like video game world. I don't know if it's necessarily supposed to just be a video game or if it's a world where like all video games exist at once. It looks like a, it just looks like an MMO. Yeah, it looks like a Crackdown, Just Cause, Grand Theft Auto, yeah, it looks Saints like, Row. It looks like Grand GTA Online, essentially. Yeah. Um, and but what like, it is with is, the zaniness jacked up even more than GTA, which Online. which is what like, Saints Row is. Yeah, it's it's Saints Row Online, pretty much. Kind yeah. of. If that it was seems that way, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's a bank teller NPC uh, that just like goes about his day 
you know, thinking everything that's happening around him all the time is perfectly normal because in the context of that world, yeah, there's always a, a police chase going on. There's always a bank robbery every five minutes. There's always uh, helicopters crashing into buildings everywhere he is. Uh, and then in a very Wreck-It Ralphian sense, he says, like, I wonder if there's more to the world than just, you know, getting this. robbed in a bank every single day yeah. kind of thing. And he decides that he wants to you know, see what else is out in the world and uh, inadvertently uh, steals the glasses off of one of the bank robbers robbing his thing, which I'm assuming is supposed to be a player character. Yeah. And puts the glasses on and he can see the video game around him now. Uh, whereas, like, it, the glasses essentially act as, act as a HUD. Yeah. Where he can now see, like, the, ma- <laughs> the world map and his health bar and, like, where all the power-ups and everything are around yep. him. Uh, and through that, now he's going to try and be the hero of the game as opposed to just being the guy that gets robbed every day. Yeah. So like, it's very, like you said, Wreck-It Ralph and that, like, is there more to this? But at least in that, like Wreck-It Ralph knows he's in a game. Yeah. He's self-aware of it. Yeah. This is more like Lego movie-esque where like, he's just like, Hey, I go to work and everything's great. And then he's like, but what if I had to do more? Um, and like, like, he doesn't know he's part of the game and like, it has to be explained to him in the trailer, but this just looks like a whole bunch of fun. Hmm. It looks like a it looks like a crossover between like Wreck It Ralph or like the Truman Show and a book called Red Shirts, which is uh, by John Scalzi. It's a uh, like the Red Shirts from Star Trek. Yeah. So it's sci fi show. They don't actually say it's Star Trek, but like the Red Shirts are meant to die, and like the main character is a is a red shirt and realizes that like oh no like our only purpose is to die for whatever these main characters that keep showing up and then disappearing. Um, and then it's like him trying to break the mold of being the yeah. the one that's murdered. Mm. Well, Yahtzee uh, Crenshaw uh, from the Zero Punctuation Reviews, he also wrote a book called Mog World, which mm-hmm. was, yeah. uh, it's a like World of Warcraft NPC realizes that he's an NPC in a game, like in a fantasy world, yeah. and decides that he doesn't want to just be the NPC anymore. So this has been a concept that's been like toyed with a bunch of times, mm-hmm. but I mean, Ryan Reynolds is always fun to watch. Yeah. Like it's, he's very much just being Ryan Reynolds in this movie. Well, like, that's kind of what he does now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like he's, it's very much just like, if you like the Ryan Reynolds, like, overly you know excited aspiration like yeah it's deadpool but you can see his face <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> it's detective pikachu but just not a pikachu this time yeah um, he's just ryan reynolds yeah yeah and like it's being directed by sean uh levy or levy levy uh done some pretty good stuff he did he was a producer on uh arrival he was also director uh on a bunch of different things a lot of tv he did a bunch of episodes of stranger things uh, he did some episodes of Kimmy Schmidt. He did all three Night at the Museum movies, The Internship. He did Real Steel, which was very video game-esque. Yeah. Uh, Date Night, several episodes of The Secret World of Alex Mack. Uh, he directed the Jet Jackson movie, which was... The like, famous Jet Jackson? The famous Jet Jackson, which none of that is on Disney+, Plus, and that bothers me. It's because he's dead. Well, that's so that even more reason I want to watch all the Jet Jackson. The show was great, and the movie was good, too. Because I think the movie was... He, like... I think the movie is very similar to this, where he like has to actually become Jet Jackson, and not just be like the that actor. actor. That plays yeah, him. yeah. Um, so I think that was the plot of the movie, if I recall. I don't know. I can't watch it. It's not on Disney Plus. Mm. Um, I've conveniently watched everything that he has directed. Like, just coincidentally, these are all movies I didn't know were tied to one person, but I have seen all of them, and like I've seen all of Stranger Things. I've watched all of. Have Alex you seen Cheaper Mac. by the Dozen? I yes, because for some reason I. 
I, you have a younger sibling, so uh, when kids are kids, for some reason, there's one thing that they can always watch over and over again. And cheaper by the dozen, my sister has watched probably a good 70 times. My sister owned that on DVD as well. It was just like one of those things that like we'd sit down and she'd be like, oh, I want to play, you know, with my blocks and watch cheaper by the dozen. And be like, why? <laughs> why, see... is, why is that the movie that you've hung on to? All right, here's one I don't think you saw. Did you see The Internship with uh, Owen Wilson and um, Vince Vaughn? Yeah, the Google, Google one. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yep. I'm trying to think if there's another bad one. It was not good. What about the Pink Panther? I with, did see that as well with, with my Martin. sister. Yeah. Hmm. Keep I going. Think, uh, did you watch any of the Birds of Prey TV series from the early 2000s? No. Aha. Wait, found early one. 2000s? I thought that show was just on. What? Birds of Prey? Yeah, the Birds. Yeah. Was that just on? No. Recently? No. Oh, I thought that was a current show. No. Oh. Maybe no, I... they're doing that Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey like movie and one of the characters from that birds of prey tv series is going to be in the crisis on infinite earths crossover oh i thought that it was a, like a recent more recent show 2002 to 2003 no nope. all did, of one season did not see that there you go aha so i found one yeah but everything else he does is pretty much good so yeah and uh, good enough to watch at least yeah should be a fun movie yeah it's gonna have taika with Heidi in it who's yeah. just always the light in everything he's, he appears in he's who's great in so taika he's cork in uh Thor Ragnarok and Avengers Endgame. Okay. He directed uh, what we did, in, what we do in the shadows. He's in that movie as well. Oh, it's that he guy. directed it. Okay, yeah. Well, he, but, but he's, he's in, in the it movie as well. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He directed Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. He was uh, IG Eleven in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just did the Jojo Rabbit movie. Was this recent one that just came I didn't out? See that? I want to see that though. Here, it, it looked really good. good. Yeah, yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. He, yeah, he was pre- he was imaginary Hitler in that movie. Wait, <laughs> is, he, is he? What is he Hitler in that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he was the one playing Hitler in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. he wrote and directed it. Yeah, no, he's great. I like Taika a lot. Um, so yeah, this looks like a boatload of fun next summer. Mm-hmm. So it could be a good year for video game movies. We got Sonic and then this. Well, Two- and then we have all, all those... And making, Jumanji. Making well, of, Jumanji's this year. Yeah. Oh. The making of video game stuff. The, like, the all the TV series and stuff. TV series. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then the, the one about the indie game developer that's completely fictional. I feel like Halo starts next year. Probably. They're filming um, it now. Yeah, yeah I yeah. guess it would. I mean, probably late next year, if anything. Yeah. So, uh, maybe a second season of The Witcher, because they've already greenlit that. Yeah. So, should 2020 should be shaving up for a pretty good year for video game adaptations. Or a disastrous year. Or, yeah, or so many terrible video game adaptation things. Who knows? Yep. Who's really to say? But so far from trailers alone and ideas, seems like it should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Did I miss anything for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week? That's all I had. Uh, I don't know if we want to talk about this, but the Sony uh, 25th anniversary cartoon. Oh, the one that was like full of plagiarism and yeah. stuff? Oh, it yeah. It wasn't just full. It was entirely plagiarized. Yeah, it was in, yeah every single scene. Yeah, it was... Uh, they had sent out to a marketing company asking for a, you know... Uh, it wasn't a, a 25th anniversary thing. It was a, like a holiday remix thing where they like worked with a musician. It was just like a music video. Uh, for uh, a musician and like but like every single scene was plagiarized yeah from other things where it was just like drawn over and they added x and circle and square and triangles to it to like make it playstation-y yeah so um, it's like flcl and um steven universe steven and... universe a bunch a ton of like indie stuff which is that's the hard bit is like these are taken from animators that don't have careers that are you know known, yeah. and he's just straight up stealing their animation 
Yeah, and I mean, he got what was coming to him. Like, he got fired. His website's down. Like, yeah, he's, he instantly got removed from the internet. Yeah, he's burned from animation. Which, like, and I guess this isn't the only time. Like, once you get caught, once you go back and you, it's like the guy who plagiarized his video game review for something like last year where oh, the guy yeah. from the IGN yeah uh, where they like found Philip, Philip Munchen or something yeah like just that. stole from some random YouTuber yeah and they found that he had done that like a bunch of times before because like once you start doing the digging then um, like you're gonna get caught even more so like yeah this guy you know he burned himself he burned his career he's pretty much gonna have to go work retail for the rest of his life because yeah. no one's gonna trust him to do anything creative ever again um, but yeah that sucks for that like and it sucks for PlayStation because it's not their fault yeah, like and they're they getting just, a lot of flack from it. Yeah, it's not their fault. They like, who's to know when you get this project that's already been vetted by the guy that you, you trust the person that actually made it. You trust the company that delivers it to you on time, which it probably got reviewed and vetted, and nobody caught it then. And then yeah. internally, you might have done a review and nobody caught it then. And then you put it out into the greater universe, and of course people are going to be like no i just watched the steven universe movie it came out like last month and that's like the opening scene from it are you kidding like yeah i'm a huge steven universe fan of course i noticed that uh so like that sucks it's not their fault it's that one dude's fault but yeah don't blame sony for this no but whatever that guy sucks <laughs> and he paid the price for it yeah, I didn't like watch the comparison thing. I saw like a video of somebody putting like all oh, the scenes like side by side. Yeah, it's identical. Kind of thing. Oh, I watched like, them both. Like it was just a, a picture in picture, and mm. it's it's a hundred percent tracing. Yeah. Some people are like, "Oh, it's homage," and they're like, "No, none of this is homage." If one or two were in there, you'd say, "Okay, that's an homage to right. that thing." But right. this is like same character movement, same everything for every single little vignette within it. Yeah, so it's you like, just spliced them all together. No, and yeah. like. If you watch the video by itself, it even doesn't, like, it looks completely mis disconnected, like, because it is. Like, yeah. it's just, like, a person going through a bunch of random movements, like... And... But the disconnected part makes sense, because if it's supposed to be tied in in any way with PlayStation, that's game to game. Like, you're moving from game to game, the worlds are changing, things would look different. You wouldn't even necessarily, like, that wouldn't stand out to me as, oh, I wonder if you plagiarized this from 50 different you know sources yeah but the fact that he did do that obviously is like well okay now i now it even makes even more sense as to why it's disconnected yeah because it's it's disconnected right so yeah he uh he paid the price for it and like you know people get mad at sony for a week and then they'll move on to the next thing so yeah i mean you, even you forgot about it yeah. yeah i mean everyone's gonna forget everything come game awards and state of play yeah exactly oh, for sure yeah, as long as State of Play doesn't have any plagiarized things, we're going to be okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to scrutinize everything that they commission now. Yeah, you better. Um, cool. All right, well, that'll do it then for the lightning round. Not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. I want to give a special shout-out to podcast superfan Brian, uh, who sent me his year-end Spotify statistics uh, when they came out on Thursday, showing that he listened to over 5,000 minutes of the uh, Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. So thank you so much for that, Brian. If you guys got your year-end Spotify stats and uh, had the Broken Clock Podcast on there in any way, shape, or form, uh, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at mm -hmm. Broken Clock Pods. Uh, show us that you're listening as well. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, let us know what you think of uh, Sony no longer doing handhelds. If you're actually surprised or just saddened that it's uh, not happening, which crossover are you most looking forward to? Link 
in Mario Maker, Snoop in NHL, Witcher in Ex Machina. Uh, are you excited for the Resident Evil 3 remake uh, or any of the other things that we've talked about this week? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.